0: Today on the ZABEcast, the Washington football team has an expiration date for a name. It's Groundhog Day. The G Unit joins us today from the Ed Reed Foundation. He's a new commercial pseudo celeb, plus, he loves this new college charity scam. All that, plus, an embarrassing Colin Cowherd gaffe. Your 45 minute, uncensored ZABE Express is locked and loaded. So, buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. Thank you for downloading and thank you for being part of the Zabecast Nation. As you can hear, I'm still not quite there, but I'm getting there slowly. It's been about a four or five day cold of some sort. Oh my God, is it coronavirus? I don't know. Is it the cron? Maybe. Why didn't you get tested? Because why would I? What am I going to do? If I get tested, yes, it's the cron. Go sit in the corner forever. Well, that's what I've been doing basically anyway. Staying away from people trying to get healthy. That's called living. Hope you're doing all right yourself. Crazy numbers, by the way. A million cases. And yet, all the same things that have not worked, were never going to work, are still being promulgated in force by our... Brilliant leaders. (laughs) It's something I told you. People rarely admit they were wrong. Groups don't. And elected leaders in groups and those elites and the prestige media, oh, they never, ever in a million years admit they are wrong. You're going to see things now. You're already seeing them say things that have not been said for the last 18 months where you're like, oh, oh, really? Like, hey, you know, uh, if you're obese, you're at greater risk of bad outcomes from COVID. Hmm, interesting. You're just a new study. Hmm, do tell more. Did not know that. Good thing we closed the gyms and the playgrounds and everything else back in the spring of 2020. But I digress. I-95, it is the highway from hell. Not the highway to hell. If you're on I-95 south of the DC area, you're in hell. And it became a frozen hell the last 24 hours. That little snowstorm, wasn't much of anything, couple inches, somehow crippled I-95 to the tune of drivers being stranded for 24 hours. And this is a point people have made about the electric car era that some wish us to enter fully what you going to do with a couple hundred thousand dead battery electric cars in the middle of a snowstorm i feel for everybody who was stuck on i-95 i-95 for that long if you're still stuck there now i don't know what to say that stretch of road south of dc the main artery going north and south on the eastern seaboard is the devil's highway It is straight from hell. On a sunny, 75-degree day, you have no idea if you're going to run into a 20-minute backup for no reason whatsoever. And it's wide. Oh, they got lanes. They got lanes. They got hot lanes. High-occupancy toll lanes. Still does nothing. Somehow, it clogs up. That road is the equivalent of Fred Sanford's aortal artery. Oh! uh, Wait, aortal artery? Is that right? His aorta? Wait, is a valve. Hold on a second. I'm now into heart terminology. I need to just slow the hell down. Okay, having said that, couple follow-ups on the Big Ben stuff. Oh, and first, the new Washington name. That's going to be talked about with me and Glenn here in just a second. I, w- I was told Commanders months ago by somebody who I trust has good insight. I think it's going to be Commanders, but I can see some alternatives. And... There's people now betting on, oh, it could be Admirals. There's apparently a redirect. I'll talk more about it with Glenn in a second. I don't think it's going to catch fire. Partly because, well, the team's terrible. And the fan base has been pretty much eradicated. But at least there'll be a name. At least there'll be some new merchandise. And maybe the uniforms and the logo will look clean and cool. We'll see. I have very low expectations for them. But more on Big Ben and the Steelers. Big Ben will now retire 18 years without a losing record. That's amazing. And the Steelers, with their 18 seasons of non-losing records, are so far ahead of the next best team, the Chiefs, they only have nine straight seasons without a losing record. You then go look at, the next team, it's the Titans at six, the Rams at five, Green Bay and Buffalo at three, a handful of teams at two before their last losing year, and then the rest of the league at one or zero seasons in a row without having a losing season. Let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Only nine teams in the NFL have a streak of more than one year in a row without a losing season. That's the way the league loves it. Any given Sunday, any given season. And so if your team is good right now, enjoy it, revel it. It can change like the weather. And it can change for the worse. The other thing about Big Ben is this. Once upon a time, there was a great commercial back when he was drafted, or just a year, I think after he was drafted, and he started to show that he was going to be very good. This must have been one or two years after he had been picked. The NFL Network would have these in-house promos, which purported to show your average fan talking about things that turn out, turned out to be totally not the case. To highlight the fact that the NFL is both it elicits incredible passion and confidence from fans thinking they know what's going to happen as well as an unpredictability that is almost laughable. The campaign was called NFL Network. Get your, get your story straight. Here's an example. I don't care if it's preseason. Shoot, Raiders are 4-0, man. <laughs> Raiders <laughs> stunk that Jeff year. Garcia.
1: I think he's back in Calgary. Playing for the Stampeders.
0: Of course I didn't draft Drew Brees. What am I, an idiot? LT's good. Between the 20s.
1: (laughs) Last but not least, two tickets to the Steelers' home finale against the Ravens. We're sending you out on top, Bob. (laughs) Bob.
0: Time to get your story straight. It's great. By the way, I love the guy. Uh, Just a a smooth-looking brother in a suit, sitting in a restaurant booth with friends, and he says, barely breaking any expression... LT's good between the 20s, when in fact, as I told you yesterday, he holds the single season record for touchdown scored. LT was the absolute touchdown making machine. (laughs) So there was one with Big Ben, and I went looking for it on YouTube, and I couldn't find it, and I couldn't find it. I'm like, what is going on here? But I did find it on Twitter. Thank you, Twitter, for having it. It's the guy who said, yeah, hey, Donnie, who'd who'd the Steelers take? Oh, uh, yeah, Rothel something.
1: Gannon to Tim Brown, Gannon to Jerry Rice. All season long. Hey, watch your step.
0: NFC West? I like the 49ers. Kellen Winslow is the best thing that ever happened to Butch Davis.
1: Ricky Williams has one thing on his mind that's winning football games. Hey, Donnie, what's the name of that quarterback? The steal is drafted.
0: Rothel something. Nice pick, Kawa. <laughs> Nice pick, Kawa. Nice pick, Kawa. (laughs) Nice pick, Kawa. Yeah, it did, did turn out to be a nice pick. And no, Kellen Winslow Jr. was not the best thing to happen to Butch Davis. Not the best thing to happen to those women that he raped as well. But that's a story for a different time. All right, let's talk to my man, Glenn G. Unit Eunice. Zade cast. My man, Glennie, why? Are you oh, ready yes, for I the mean. Washington Commanders? Maybe. No. No, Washington
1: <laughs> uh, Armada.
0: Really? Is that what you're hearing? No. Ah, no, uh, no, do you know something?
1: No, I don't. I do not. I do not. I actually had to freshen up on the latest because i've been so head in the sand the last few days uh no i don't have any inside information although i think if we know anything about this organization they'll make the worst dis- whatever the of the eight names or the three names or the two they'll, whatever the worst one is it'll be that
0: Yeah, it'll probably be that glenn Eunice joining us today on the zabe cast director of the ed reed foundation former sirius xm radio host former producer of mine Back Mm. in the day, and is got a new beverage out with Mister Reed. I want to hear more about this. Talk to me.
1: Well, no, we so Crown Royal did the national. Crown Royal is the first uh, whiskey brand partner of the NFL. Really? And yeah, and over the last few years, we've done a thing called the Water Break with Crown Royal, where Ed goes on TV and you know, drink responsibly, drink water, blah, blah, blah. And I think in years past, Kevin Garnett had been their national face. And this year we were asked if we wanted to be in their national commercial. And then it morphed from, do you want to be in the national commercial to Ed Reed is the main guy in their main football commercial. And so uh, in it, our agent said, Hey, you know, in the creative, they say friend of Ed and they want, in the commercial walks into a bar they'd like it to be you and i'm like i'm not i'm not doing that they're like no one of the guys is from like new york dc area and he knows you from the radio and he thinks it's kind of unique that you and ed have this business thing going and you know do it and i'm like okay fine so you know we shoot this thing one day in baltimore and we knew it was going to be the national spot but we didn't realize is that on every Sunday night football game. And during Thanksgiving, they would really push it. They spent you know, tons of money on airtime. And so every time this commercial runs, our phones go crazy.
0: So well, you're in the yeah. ad. By the way, I just oh, saw yeah. the Kevin Garnett ad, which yeah. is well done. It's Garnett in a bar, high-end yep. bar, uh, staring down another gentleman across the bar with a sort of a searing look. And the guy yeah, who's, yeah. Ordering water yeah, is like, why is Kevin Garnett or that guy over there staring at me? He finally gets his water, and he's kind of sheepish, like, am I a loser for ordering <laughs> a water? Yeah, and he yeah. goes to lift up his glass of water. Garnett sees him, and from out of frame, you see Garnett raise his glass of water to help yep. teach us lecherous drunks to don't just pound whiskey nonstop, right? <laughs> Take it so easy. That,
1: that had been the past. This one has actually. Ed and I cheer. So there's there's a there's multiple versions of this, of which I'm in all of them. Some more, some less. The 16 second one. Just type in Ed Reed Crown Royal it'll pop up. Okay. Uh, the 16 second short one. I'm really in a lot, but yeah, I mean, I'm in the commercial, and I'm I have a Guinness in my hand at the end of the bar, and we 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 toast, we cheers um Guinness is owned by the same parent company as, as crown which is Diageo so that was that was uh you know systematic and you know it was really cool you know having a career that you know you've had or I've had a lesser one but similar you know this you're is, on TV this is your and-
0: this is your pinnacle of fame make no mistake I mean, nobody it, knows your yes. name you don't have any speaking right. parts in it I yes. hope you got paid for this ad at least yes okay all the above and so lots I'm of like, money you know can you give me a hint <laughs> no. <laughs> Does it rhyme with thousands or millions? Oh no, yeah. No. Okay. No. 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 Yeah. More no, than no. a grand. Okay. You know oh, what? It's all yeah. gravy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, who yeah. negotiated your fee to be friend of Ed Reed in the bar? So that fee was nominal.
1: It's doing the deal that is where I make the money. Do you know what I mean? Because I do all these deals. So.
0: You did the de- you did the marketing deal with Crown Royal. Right, right. Ed, our, Ed's correct. agent negotiated the cost to put Ed on the camera.
1: So I I negotiate that with our agency that brought us the deal.
0: Got it. Okay. Yep. So that's where I make my money. Okay. So for all of you Zabcast listeners, and there aren't many, but there's a vocal few who yeah. think that you, Glenn. I'm the worst. <laughs> Well, there's yeah, competition, believe me. They're there's in, they, probably in there's the Mr. X haters. There are right. J haters. There yeah. are uh, oh, Rod Thomas haters. There are yeah. Andy. <laughs> every one of you is hated by a small subset. But no, for every one of you who says, Boy, this Glenn Eunice guy, he sounds really full of himself. Does he really do all this stuff that he's been saying he's been doing? I'm like, yeah, he's not making it up for God's sakes. So, if you ever wanted to see what an overachieving Greek kid who befriended a black superstar in the NFL looks like, look for that ad for Crown Royal.
1: Yeah, we were, you know, we were punk, twenty-one, twenty-two-year-old kids out of college, working. Out, you know, twenty years ago, I was working for you. You, you remember? And we just became friends through buddies that lived across the street, and here we are. So, twenty years later, but. Uh well that good was for you. Fun. So, so the, that's cool yeah, that so that ad is out. running
0: right now. Very good. Do you like yeah, Crown? Do you I'm like not, Crown I'm Royal? Not
1: on enough for people to hate me. You know what I mean? I know like, you're it's, not. It's okay.
0: I know fuck all yeah. those people. Fuck Carol too. Hates Jay. All right. <laughs> uh do, do you uh, do you like Crown Royal? I do. I actually am a cuz I'm I'm a
1: I'm not really a full-fledged man yet. Uh I I drink Crown Apple and I I I don't I want to drink whiskeys and bourbons and scotches but I I don't I don't have the You're constitution. You're not there yet. Okay. You're I'm not there I'm, for I'm, full
0: for full brown, you don't have the constitution yet. That's okay. I, I, I haven't hit my full puberty of
1: drinking yet. No. So so here is a
0: true here's a true whiskey story. So our guillotine league, fantasy league, yep. was for whiskey. And the entry fee is a bottle of fine whiskey. Depending on how much, how generous you want to be with your donation of the bottle. Don't go crazy. Don't go, you know. Pappy Van Winkle $10,000 bottle, but something between at least 60 and 150 bucks. Okay. The winner gets all the whiskey. That's great. If you love whiskey, you now have a whole cabinet of 16 different bottles of all different stripes and, and, and flavors. Well, the winner was my 31 year old Pabst beer drinking producer, Josh Albrecht, here in Milwaukee. He Fantastic. wanted to be in the league because. You know, he's like, I want to be part of it. Come on, don't leave me out. I feel like the kid who's being left out. And we're like, but Josh, you don't like whiskey. He's like, I'm learning to like it. And I go, yeah, but you know, it's, don't worry. It's not that we're leaving you out. It's just you don't want this. And he goes, I want to be in. I want to be in. So I ask the guys in the league, and they say, fine, let him in. He won't win anyway. Guess what I want to happen- learn. Guess what happened? He won Anyway, so now oh, he's gonna get all this whiskey, and the running joke I've said is let's just give him sixteen plastic bottles of fireball and call it a day. He won't know the difference. <laughs> I know. And and not to sorry about your brand here, but somebody said Crown Royal Vanilla. Which look, for whiskey snobs, that's uh, whiskey uh, with uh, training uh, wheels. No, 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 no.
1: It's I know the finest whiskey in all of the
0: land. No, I hear you, bro. I I, I like Crown Royal. I know. Uh, I, I don't need it with the flavorings, but I don't hate the flavorings. I'm not a right. whiskey snob, but uh, I said, well, can we find Crown Royal pumpkin? Because that would be even better. That's not a real thing. <laughs> I know it's not a real thing. You know how? But they, it's probably it's probably in queue. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> it it might be. Well, well, you know, church who is the guy that oh, invented yeah. guillotine leagues. He hates the annual pumpkin spiceification yeah. of foods and drinks that. every October with the burning passion of a million suns. So
1: the same charts that lied to you about Facebook and Oculus, by the way, just throwing that in the you
0: know. I know. Throwing that in you. the hopper. Ding ding ding! You're, You're a regular welcome. listener. By the way, have you checked out Oculus Quest Two? Have you played it? I haven't. I think I get dizzy on those things.
1: But I'm, yeah. again,
0: I'm a weakling. You, you might get dizzy. I would say just because you're a tech guy, just try it out when somebody has it just to see where the tech is at right now because it's goddamn amazing, and it's the worst $300 virtual reality we'll ever have. It's only going to get better from here.
1: Just like your AI thing, the robot, the Steph Curry robot thing. It's only getting better. Worst robot we're going to have. have, Whiskey question, okay, or scotch or whatever. Mm -hmm. So Diageo owns – crown right sure and they have a ton of lo- windsor is that good black label they got they own johnny walker they own bullet those are those are yeah. within yeah. right no uh, johnny
0: walker's good jim beam glenn jack Finich. daniels all the Glens, glenn finnich glenn livet <laughs> yeah. they're all good scotch what's, though what's is different card who
1: card who that's <clears> another
0: yeah that's another one no Diageo Dragonmore. has a, yeah yes Diageo okay. has all the good brands if Diageo okay, exactly. owns it, it's we a good brand. Look at us. If it's, if it's old tub, it's shit. <laughs>
1: Oban? Is Oban good?
0: Yes, that's a scotch. Scotch okay, see, now I'm taste... out of my... See, I know, you're my... out of your element. Scotches taste a bit more earthy, <laughs> a bit more peaty. And... Peaty? Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, like Gary. Like peat moss. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Anyway, uh, so let's get back to the main topic, which is I had to call you. You are one of my handful of psycho, born and bred, and died yeah. in the wool Redskin fans from back in the day. Yep. They announced today the team that they would change their name on Groundhog Day of all days. Yeah, of course. Two two twenty two. New name coming. I think that coming. means something though. Why? No.
1: Well, Groundhog Day, right? What is the same thing over and over again? I think they're sticking with the wolf.
0: Wow. wow. First thing I thought of when
1: I saw the date, I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're running the back. Groundhog Day. Wolfskins. Or you can go full lay them out on the table and see how big of a set they have and go in Redskins. We're bringing them back, which there's no way that would ever happen. It's just let's let's now, play for giggles on the
0: radio. Jason Wright, the team president, said already they will not be the wolves and they will not be the red wolves. That's something I've been saying to people now for the better part of four months. Well, the I- subtlety
1: in that though is that they didn't want to get into any a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo, which is interesting that they put that in the statement. We don't want to get involved in anything that is going to be tedious legally.
0: Okay, you know, (laughs) paraphrasing—that's that's that's bullshit on a number of fronts. Number one,
1: talking about every single day is legal in that level. What are you
0: talking about? Thank you. Exactly. Do you know that somebody speaking of Facebook and uh, Oculus, somebody owned Meta or some part of Meta prior to Facebook deciding to rebrand as that? Guess what. They got their you lawyers, know. they found yeah. a number, they wrote a check. The, right. the Cleveland Guardians found out, oh, there's right. a rollerball huh, roller oh, team. there's female roller the, derby, yeah. And they guess what? They go, look, that's a cute name, but we're the baseball team in town. What's your number? And they found the number and they wrote a check. So that's Meanwhile, a bullshit, that's that's a bullshit excuse. Th- that, that's the worst name ever. The Guardians? That's the worst name ever, too. Yes. What are you talking about? What should, well... What should they have been? I have no idea. Do you know where they got the Guardian's name? I don't. There are two statues on the bridge over the Cuyahoga River that lead into the city of Cleveland that are considered the Guardians to the city. What are we talking about? Well, let's That's what they're going with,
1: (laughs) man. And and by the way, thanks for saving the world, Cleveland. Like that does what good in the big screen scheme of things? What are you talking
0: about? Well, this is this is the thing. I I believe that the wolf is not going to go with red wolves because they don't want red involved in anything. They want to steer. Oh, that's
1: what you think the legal subtlety meant?
0: Well, no, no, no. That's an excuse. They're more worried about lingering woke backlash because that's what every corporation is deathly afraid of these days. That's how sad the state of the world is. So they just figure if they're the Red Wolves, they're like, that's a dog whistle to Redskins. They didn't really change the name at all. They haven't repented for their sins. You know somebody would say that on some fucking Reddit thread.
1: No doubt. Well, I can look at the Armada and say, well, that's the same thing with the Spanish Armada or whatever. Presidents are about, you know, They've only been certain type of people of certain types of, of race for the most part and, you know, religious backgrounds. So that's not that, uh, you know, red hogs, throw that in the red thing. Commanders, I don't want anyone, you know, above me to say that they're, I mean, there's a whole, you could look at every one of them. I know. Apart. I know. Washington football team. Boom.
0: Okay. Well, that's an I, interesting I one to think about. Apparently, if you type in WashingtonAdmirals.com, it redirects.
1: It, I saw Huber post that. Yeah.
0: A, and there's, but I tried that though with Washington Commanders, and it also redirected. So maybe they've bought a bunch of URLs. I don't know. Huh. I Either mean, it's not
1: terrible marketing to get in to, to, to do that, right? To see what clicks come from where and try to make a decision based on that, uh, at least a little bit of that data. Uh, I, You know, I default to, and I think many people, certainly native Washingtonians like we are, um, you know, my family's 120, 130 year native Washingtonians with, you know, half a century worth of season tickets in their background. Uh, o- over that. Uh, I, I still name aside, let's just say they get the name perfect. The franchise is a joke. Ownership's a joke. Stadium's a joke. Location's a joke. Future for all those things Blake. are a joke. So what's the name matter? Yeah. Winning on the field is the, is the panacea, is the ultimate band name. And that's not coming down the pike anytime soon.
0: No. I liken it to um, the team that we grew up with, the Washington Redskins, proud thrice-time Super Bowl mm. champions. Under the first go round of Joe Jackson Gibbs, that was our father, who was the rock of the family. We adored, looked up to, we worshipped yeah. him. Mom is Dan Snyder. Dad no. died because mom was negligent and fell asleep smoking a cigarette and burned the mm-hmm. house down. Mom uh, lived. Mom lived, but dad died. Now mom is about to get a new boyfriend named the commanders and it's going to be fucking weird. Stepdad. I
1: see. I thought you were going with the uh, generational changes and how first business the generation builds it. And then the second and third ruin it. Uh, but it's the same program. I mean, we're, 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 we're doomed.
0: Are you looking forward to your kids ruining your business?
1: No, I'll I will sell and retire and be done. You'll make sure um, somebody
0: else gets the business before your kids get it.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. My, don't my know. business, a little boutique shop. I don't. It's not a handable down thing. I'm done. I've yeah. got ten years left, and, and it's over. Oh I'm my done god! On the curb. So you gotta stop. No, so, you gotta kidding.
0: stop talking so fatalistically there.
1: No, well, I gotta. You know, uh, breaking news. You know, my wife and I are expecting another.
0: Whoa! Oh uh, yeah. my! This will be number three number two number two oh number don't two. even you you take that back sorry you, sorry sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> don't do that zabe you I just all, you I, my two. heart skipped a beat. i'm sorry no i'm sorry um no that's fine and it's people know but it's not it's not facebook public yet zabe so okay. only the you know 20 million Whoa. listeners to your podcast will know okay. but yeah so another girl in april and then uh yeah so all my right. anxiety levels on a thousand. All right. um, and i'm
0: old I, you're not that old so uh despite your silver fox hair Question: What do you know about Big Ben, and what does Ed Reed think of ben, Big Ben?
1: Yeah, I know a little bit of Big Ben. Um, I actually didn't. I, I saw the news of it, but I didn't actually see his interview and his post game thing. But that—that—that's pretty cool. Um, they respect him. I think a lot of guys respect him. Uh, the media and the fans talk a lot about Big Ben whining and complaining every off season and. I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. But I think the players know just how good he is and respect him. And I personally, Zabe have thought of the premium quarterbacks of the last 15 years. He was the most underrated of the elite guys. And I know you have the QB one versus franchise guys. He was a franchise.
0: Without a doubt. Franchise guy.
1: And, and of those franchise guys, I think he was the most underrated. Uh, I think he's better than Philip Rivers by a lot. I think he's you know better than Eli oh, yeah. by a lot. Despite Eli's two, you know what I mean? Because he's not Brady. He's not Manning, but he's right under yeah. them.
0: Here's the thing: he he would engineer comebacks and actually win games, yes. whereas Philip yes. Rivers would pass frantically and then not win the game. Yeah, correct. And 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 I thought always thought Big Ben never got the credit for playing through all these injuries. That yeah, somehow same. the modern social media snark narrative, and I kind of blame the barstool boys for this. You know about Big Ben. Oh, he's limping in a boot, but he's going to play on Sunday, kind of thing. I'm like, I get it. It's a joke, but it really colored people's perceptions of him, where he should have been <laughs> lauded for playing through yeah, all agreed. these injuries. And and playing and winning versus, like, something what Baker's doing, which is playing and
1: losing and maybe doing himself a little bit of harm. Baker Mayfield and Oh, North I think Island.
0: he's doing himself a lot of harm. What are yeah. they going to do with him? Because he's fucked up, and he shouldn't be playing right now. He's right. trying to play anyway, which should be lauded, but his numbers look like shit. And he's in a weird spot. The Browns are in a weird spot as to what do you do now? Do you pour more money into him? Them? Yes. You think they do?
1: Yes. Yeah, because I think you can, you can almost draw a direct line to injury for his lack of, of success. But it, it, so, I, you know, that to me is fairly simple, but there's a fine line between whether it's Big Ben or, or, or Baker Mayfield or anybody of playing hurt and giving it a go and playing hurt and hurting your team. And I think Ben was the former. I, he gave it a go and he helped his team win. I think Baker's doing the, the opposite side of that. And then there's the whole wide receiver diva BS that these guys are always injured and dinged up and they never play. And that's just a whole different program. But for a quarterback, and yes, rules changed. And yeah, the league protects them. And we know why and all that. I, I think Ben's no doubt a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he's widely respected amongst players. And all of that noise, whether it's barstool or fans or media driven, the players don't really buy into that. And that doesn't factor into them because. They're the ones trying to tackle this big SOB who might be limping, who beats their ass all the time. Yeah. And that's where the respect comes into play. Yeah,
0: I hear you on that. Uh, and you know what? The cost for any team that decides to <laughs> either get out of their quarterback or sees their quarterback retire like the Steelers were is a long walk in the woods looking for the next guy. <laughs> totally. Big Ben was an 18-year solution where you never worried who's our quarterback. You might say, is he healthy enough to play? But you never worried, can this guy do the job? That's a rare and thing. And you
1: gotta, you got to uh, – I know that the yeah, 100% and the Eagles were always, we rather get a, you know, the old Eagles, Eagles motto is, you know, we want get to get rid of a guy a year early than a year too late. And, and in general, that's fine. But with a quarterback like that, whether it's Brady or Manning or really almost anybody at that level, you milk it till their arm falls off. Because even those guys at 70% are better than Danny Jones or – Oh yeah. Taylor Heineke, even who's he has some grit and giving it a go. They're just the reason you're excited about Heineke, or one's excited about Heineke, or somebody's excited about uh this kid Huntley in Baltimore is because your expectations are at zero. People think Big Ben sucks because their expectations are at 110. That's okay, but great but, point. But Roethlisberger injured smashes Huntley all day long, smashes Heineke, smashes all these guys. Yeah. It's exciting. They give it a go. They can win a couple games, but they're not the dude. And so that's, that's where our perception gets all wonky.
0: Do they think they've got something in Huntley up there in Baltimore? Yeah. They do. And
1: not something to replace Lamar, but something where he'll either be our backup forever or he'll get a free agent deal, and moreover, he'll get a free agent deal somewhere else. And that's fine. And then he'll be someone's backup again because he's good enough, but he's yeah. not that good to be a starter and that's the game by the way like a kid from nowhere gets a deal and gets to start for two years and then realizes he's a backup or the team does and he goes somewhere else and he bounces around and he starts he back up starts backs up good i hope you make 50 million bucks in the next 10 years doing that
0: yeah uh college football your thoughts on the cfp all these opt-outs and when is alabama ever gonna suck i guess when saban retires When saban, exactly um you know, I barely watched the bowl games. It
1: was – I wanted to, and then I realized I've had my daughter and I'm watching her and it's the holidays and it's – the weather's crazy and my in-laws and it's like, what's the score? Okay, it's over. It's eight minutes in the in the second quarter. Okay, cool. I don't really have to turn that back on. Right. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen Michigan and Alabama, um, but you sort of knew once Alabama beat Georgia that this is what it's going to be because, yes, Cincinnati gave it a go for a little while against Alabama. But my first thing that I said to my father-in-law was, you really think Alabama's cranking it up right now to beat Cincinnati when they know they got to play Georgia or they're going to play another game in 10 days. They're probably calling some very basic and I'm not uh, astute enough to know. They're calling You you calling think some basic you think Bama Padilla.
0: do you think Bama didn't un- unload all their arsenal against Cincinnati? They just 100%. did 100%. Not- really? 100%. You, don't th- you don't think they didn't throw because they respected uh, Sauce Johnson or whatever the no. guy's name is, and I think the, other they, Kobe, the other Kobe Bryant? <laughs> no, I think they played well enough to have the game in hand and
1: continue to do that, and they didn't pull out everything, whether that's 5% or 25%.
0: I do not think Alabama turned it up on them at all. Okay. Well, we'll see. Against- uh, and I think Georgia wins. Georgia. I don't know. You, really? This is their year? Yeah. It's the year that know, Georgia doesn't is- Georgia. Remember the last time they met and Georgia had them dead to fucking rights. Yeah. And this Hawaiian lefty comes in and fucking guts them. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know if I think it's their year, but I feel like football gods, karma, the world, Vegas, whoever's in charge of these things. Uh, we just knew that Alabama was going to upset them to go to the, you know, to, to the playoff and they were going to meet again. and, and Georgia would get what they wanted, but college football would get what they wanted, which is two SEC programs. So it's regional. I, I don't know. That's just my initial thought. I, I have no data or th- yeah. that's
0: just first thought. Meanwhile, it's such a wild west for endorsements and nil rights oh and transfer that's portal. Awesome. Uh, Caleb, uh, what's his name for Oklahoma, the quarterback, the freshman. Yeah. Uh, he just entered the transfer portal, but said he may come back to Oklahoma. And it's like yeah. it's like cupping your hand to your ear, Glenn, to your current school going, yeah, anything else you can offer me? Any other deals you can offer me?
1: It's crazy. I mean, it's literally allowing them to have their cake and eat it too. Uh, and and from an outsider looking in, I don't mind it because it's we're in the Wild West right now, and it's yeah. very interesting to see how it will shake out. So I'm looking at it from that approach. I'm not looking at it from the approach of, the transfer portal screws up kids and it screws up programs and they can leave and come and go. It, all that's true, right? And does it leave one team in the lurch, but it makes another team stronger and maybe it divides the power up. And so college football is a little bit more even. All, all those conversations are in play. I don't look at it from any of that, really. I look at it very surface, which is like, ooh, this is interesting. These kids now have a little bit more power and they get some money. And and let's see what happens. What I love and, and I didn't see a lot of news on this. I think it is fucking brilliant and the start of amazing ways to pay players. Did you see what the Texas Longhorn alumni yeah.
0: did with yeah. the Longhorn oh, Foundation yeah. or whatever this is, the linemen longhorn hearts? It's, it's fucking brilliant. It's it's brilliant. Horns with hearts. And yeah. basically oh, they set God. up they, they set up a charity arm where they would go send linemen out. To yeah. pour, pour soup into bowls and yeah. be able to say, Look what good we're doing for the community. And then they turn around and they're like, Here's fifty thousand for you. Here's fifty thousand for you.
1: Here's- Every <laughs> so six apparently six donors
0: got together and said, Let's put
1: this nonprofit together, exactly mm-hmm. what you said. Every lineman on scholarship gets fifty large a year to be part of this Longhorns with Heart. And they hope that other positions will soon have a foundation but as well. Is it charity?
0: When you're getting paid
1: to go, I mean, do yeah, it. it's yeah, they're paying them for their charity.
0: It's brilliant. I don't it's know brilliant. if you call that charity. I think charity is when you <laughs> literally do something for no compensation whatsoever.
1: Well, no, I mean the charity is. I mean, yeah,
0: like here, here's an example. If I go do a charitable event, if I am see well, it, yeah. or if I'm part of it in you any donate way, donate your
1: time. Yeah. Well,
0: and and sometimes people are like, "Hey, are uh, they kind of elbow me at the auction? Hey, you gonna bid on this? You know, don't you think maybe?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Hey, I'm here with my time. I'm getting nothing from yeah. them, yeah. but I'm also yeah. not gonna bid on a signed helmet. Sorry, I'm just yeah. not. I've got a budget too, you know." So, so, but the other side of it is, is like, I run a nonprofit, and we have a girl that works for us, and she gets paid. Nonpro- that to- no, 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 no. nonprofits are different than charity, aren't they? I, I, I but this is a, This is that's what they've. Yes. Okay. But that's what they've built this thing as a nonprofit.
1: This is that they're hiring the linemen are their staff, and the work that they do is the charity.
0: Okay. So. Isn't, so the linemen isn't, are the overhead in right. on the line item. No, I hear you. It's, isn't isn't?
1: I'm not, I'm not saying it's not an angle. It's a fucking massive. Oh angle. No, 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 I I think it's but it, it's an amazing
0: one. I'm not against in it. this wild west. That's I'm not I'm against saying. it. I'm just saying that these linemen better not be saying, "Well, look at all the stuff I do for charity." Don't not. <laughs> no, to. You, you. You're getting paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that said. Isn't no? Ed, you're right. Isn't Ed doing this at Miami to restore the shine to the U? Aren't they? I mean, I've said that. I've said on the air multiple times, I'm like, hey, Wisconsin, you may think you got a way of doing things and you like it and it works to a certain level, yeah. you better get your nil dollars in line and you better ramp up your program big time yeah. because yeah. this is the new world order.
1: It is. And the, the Texas is sort of leading the charge there. Ed's the chief of staff at the University of Miami uh, from a football standpoint, not a business standpoint, and he is definitely there to help bring the standard and elevate the level at, at that the program was. Because when they were there, and we've talked about this on and off the air because of St. Tana Moss and Clinton Portis being in D.C., those teams were out of control, talented. But they held each other to a standard. There was a competitiveness to it, and, and they've lost that. And, and so that's sort of what he's there. And, and obviously they got a new athletic director, the guy from um, Radovich, Dan Radovich from Clemson, and they got the new head coach, Mario Cristobal, who came from Oregon. So that program is – you know, sort of doing what they need to do and rebuilding their standard. Uh, the nil stuff, that's where agencies and corporations and donors come in, not just at Miami, but you know, take, take the Texas, the Texas story is the perfect template. You got a handful of guys or so that put together this nonprofit foundation. um, you know, and it's really not all that much money, right? Like, what do you endow? A few million bucks? The interest oh, pays the
0: players and you no, keep it
1: moving? I mean, it's, it's unbelievable.
0: It's not <laughs> very much money at all. I, I predict the new argument will be, I know, the new argument will be not that the players <laughs> aren't getting paid. They're not getting paid enough. Enough. That's right. And that's
1: ex- spot on, and that's why I'm excited to see where it shakes out. Because we're just in the very beginning of all this. This is like you know 18. What's that show?
0: Yeah, uh, Deadwood. Not, it's like Deadwood, Yellowstone.
1: No. Yeah, it's Deadwood. Yeah. It's like oh yeah. No. no. Yeah. Right.
0: There's only a loose amount of law in Deadwood right now. You know, <laughs> yeah. the the law in the in the Wild West of the college football ranks. It's like whatever yeah. it, you can get away with. And the NCAA is going to be playing catch up to try to stamp oh. out or close loopholes. Like okay. That you can't do. That's like so illegal, or that's right. too unfair to everybody else. All right, let me end and on at this. At some
1: point, donor yeah. money. Oh, sorry, real quick. At some point, donor money is going to sort of have a finite limit. So it, it's just there in, in corporate, do, you know, sponsorships and, and oh, nil, yeah. and don't, it's just really, it's it's really interesting to see where this thing goes. But it's the transfer portals crazy, nils crazy. Uh, but at the end of the day, and it's only been a couple of years, the same jokers are in the finals.
0: That's kind of true. Well, I wish I wish you and I were seventeen with athletic ability. Life would be really good right now, but we're not. It would
1: be awesome. All right,
0: last uh, last thing. Are you aware of this uh, Chloe Kardashian Tristan Thompson story? No. (laughs) Tristan Thompson. Don't they have a baby together? Oh yes, they do. Tristan Thompson has apologized to Chloe. Via his Instagram stories, because I guess that's how it goes. Very intimate, yeah. Mm-hmm. After he confirmed that he had impregnated Marley Nichols, while he and Chloe were still dating,
1: hmm. well, very nice of him.
0: <laughs> I mean, did did
1: she call for that? Did he want that? Did she say you fame? I, I need to do it publicly so everyone knows you're a scumball. How no, does that happen?
0: I think maybe I think maybe this chick Marley Nichols was like, hey, this is your kid. You need to pay for it. And he's like, nah, on me, no, one me, not mine. <laughs> Doesn't have my eyes, you know? And she's, yeah, like, right. she's like, I will get a paternity test, asshole, and I will put you on blast. And so I guess he finally had to come he clean He beat her to it. the punch? I guess wow. so. He, he says on the Instagram story, Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I've caused you. You don't deserve the way I've treated you over the years. Blah, blah. I'm so incredibly sorry.
1: Why didn't he just text her that? Like, why does this need to go on story?
0: It's all a fucking game. It's all a joke. It is. And you know what? Khloe Kardashian, if you didn't think Tristan Thompson wasn't laying pipe on every hotel lobby groupie in the NBA, then I got no words for you. Besides, who was she fucking on the side? She's a Kardashian.
1: you know, and if it's not sexually, it's somewhere else. You know, she, She's screwing with somebody. But yeah, we, I've been to a few ESPYs and you know the Oscars and all those fun things that we talk about, and I had to throw that in so people will hate me. But at humble one brag. of them – Yeah, humble, not so humble brag. <laughs> uh, but, it's, I mean, it is what it is. Truth brag. Uh, yeah, there was – I want to say it was Jamie Foxx hosting them. Um, I don't forget who was hosting one year. It was the year before Stuart Scott passed away maybe – but the joke was side pieces. If you type in ESPYs side pieces, yeah. somebody sang a song at the ESPYs. I think it was Jamie Foxx, but I could have that off. About side pieces and when athletes are on the road, what side... I mean, it's brilliant. It was brilliant. It's yeah. And it's so obvious. They did it at the award show. <laughs> right? <laughs> of course they're laying pipe.
0: Yeah. Well, m- many athletes are just your regular ward cleavers, family men with a 42-inch vertical, but Yep. Half of them are living lives that you and I can't and wouldn't understand. Even I just if we wish were that we had,
1: in I just wish we had, uh, I can't, I'm so out of it. I can't even remember the name, the, the dating app when we were growing up. Tinder. What, what, thank you.
0: You, wished you wish you had, had that. Tinder. Do you think that would have led to good decisions?
1: No, it would <laughs> <laughs> have been awful.
0: It would have been terrible. It would have been awful, but it would have been fun.
1: It would have been a great ride to the,
0: burning end yeah i would have liked yeah. to have come of age where i got through high school before social media because that mm. really fucks you up and messes yes. in your head and it hurts your confidence and everything else it's too and, much going on there for kids to navigate right i want to i want i want social media to come in right after that and then <laughs> all the apps yeah yeah so, college anyway, have right. been
1: great for college
0: all right uh what's uh, what new year's resolution give me one for Glenn, uh, one resolution really for the them. new year.
1: I mean, I, it's uh, to to get try to get mentally back to the workload of 2019. The last couple of years have been great, but it's just sitting around the house. I can't. I'm not a grass under my feet individual. Right, get out, so I, get out, live get life, out. go
0: places, meet people, do things. That's my goal like, always. Go places, meet yeah. people do things. All right. Yeah. And play golf. I gotta play more golf this year. For well,
1: cause sure. we got you and I have to play golf.
0: Oh sure. yes. Yes. I understand you're blowing a swank new club, so I'm gonna
1: definitely uh, make not, use of that. Not new, swank. I mean, it's been club. a couple of years, but it's nice enough. It's nice. Yeah, it's a nice club. Uh, right. we just redid, had a new renovation, so come on out and check it out.
0: All right. Your uh, your pick, your, your 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 sneaky long shot play is they're gonna stay the football team. Whoofed. Yep. because they scheduled it for Groundhog Day. Like, Ned Ryerson, ding! <laughs> it's Groundhog Correct. Day. We're going to stay the Washington football team and just add a few tweaks to the logo. And, awesome. and let
1: me just add this last note. I actually don't give a shit anymore, and that's the problem. Mm.
0: You and me together, brother. Yeah. All right, Glennie, good to talk to you. I'll, ta- I'll chat soon down the road, okay? Happy New Year's, Abe. Thanks. We'll end on this today. True story. As I did my podcast last night, and I was talking about records, I just dismissively said, in the first rendering of the podcast, I said, you know what? This sack record is never going to be touched. The the Strahan sack record is 22 and a half sacks. I'm like, you can't even get close to the quarterback now. You can't touch him. No one's going to come close. Now, I was kind of unaware that uh, T.J. Watt, despite playing a shortened season, was absolutely racking up the sacks. And while I was recording that podcast and listening to the Manning cast, I was unaware until the last minute, or actually until the podcast was put to bed, I was unaware that, oh shit, he had four sacks in the game. He's suddenly at 21 and a half sacks. So I said, shit. All right, that's embarrassing. I should have known that TJ Watt had at least 17 and a half sacks already. And so he was within shouting distance of the Strahan record given that he only played 12 games due to injury but now with the four sacks in this game he's right on the doorstep I can't leave that in the podcast now trust me when I put a podcast to bed I'm like thank god give me two fingers of bourbon and let's relax I went back and I recut that part of it and I got that out of there because it was embarrassing I'm still embarrassed to admit it I should have been more aware of that now How come Colin Coward is not embarrassed for things like this? Take a listen to his take on Big Ben after his final home game and tell me if you spot what is wrong.
1: He deserves the Hall of Fame, and he had a great career, but I'll always think, man, he left a lot on the table. The good news is Pittsburgh got another ring. They love him. He loves them. And Ben is a Hall of Famer, and he won a Super Bowl.
0: He deserves the Hall of Fame. And he- I mean, he won a Super Bowl. Left a lot on the table. Wait, more than Drew Brees, who only went to one and won one? I think that's the case. Brett Favre, who went to two and only won One, will he say the same about Rodgers? I think that's actually a fair argument there. But Big Ben did not leave a lot on the table, especially when he was playing opposite the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick era of dominance. Unlike Skip Bayless, his uh, colleague, who often goes out of his way to be trollish and to get people all pissed off, this is a mistake that you say to yourself, wow, first of all, the take is garbage. But you don't even have the basic fact of it—the the nuclear core of the take—that he left a lot on the table. He won two; the second one, having thrown one of the most brilliant laser beams with the game on the line to Santonio San Holmes, and the third Super Bowl he was in, he lost to an Aaron Rodgers who was transcendent in that season and that postseason. Left a lot on the table. Get the fuck out of here. And. How about get your basics facts right? Funhouse tweeted this, and I couldn't agree more. Imagine coming to work three hours early, having twenty five people on your staff, and you still have no idea how many rings Ben Roethlisberger has. Amen to that. Do you think Coward cussed out his staff, going, "God damn it! Why didn't you remind me that he only has that he has two, not just one?" I don't think there's twenty five people working on that show. But there's more than five. Pretty embarrassing, but the man sleeps on silk pillow sheets to the tune of $5 million a year plus plus. So I guess I'm just the little guy doing a podcast in my living room. And with that, I say thank you very much for downloading and listening and being part of the Zavecast Nation. If this product entertained you and kept you uh, engaged, please tell a friend about it. Rate and review so the algorithm blesses our crops. Have a great Wednesday, everybody, and we will see you next time.